everybody's doing but nobody's seeing that. Yeah. Oh, we're proud of it, <laughs> And everybody was carrying on like nothing has I'm grateful that my mom is doing some news. Oh, we're getting C's and D's. Come on, let's go. Where are we going to this Come time? Come on now, we're going everywhere. Everywhere. Hello, mothers, <laughs> fathers, brothers, sisters, uncle, aunties, female, male. Welcome to the show. This is Heroes Diary. HD. HD. I know you're watching us in high definition, but nah, this is not what this is about. This is HD. The show where we celebrate the hero's journey. You get it? The hero's journey. Because we got people who start from here and then get to here. Absolutely. Especially people who are like us. Because we know where we've come from. We know what kind of difficulties and hardships and, you know, all this kind of stuff we had to go through to become where we are. But there are people who've gone through all this stuff and have become something the world admires and envy. And this is what we are here to celebrate. My name is Kenny Lola. Kenny Lola right here. But as always, you know, I've always try to get someone to run the show with me to run the show you know how we're gonna run the thing run the whole thing and all that nollywood royalty big boy baddest nollywood guy anthony monjaro come on boss are you doing brother i'm doing great how are you kenny i'm cool man always a joy to be with you here this is amazing we have generation generational things and more to come hopefully oh my god with us today but gee they, they have i'm no, excited they, they, they have no idea what's coming today i'm telling you i'm they excited have no idea because i want to learn today i want to learn something special it's a learning things yes are you are you ready to learn i i'm ready to learn brother so it's not about making it now you know we were talking about starting from here and then getting to here and then making a success and all that kind of stuff what we're also going to explore in this episode is how do you pass that on? And that is amazing. Uh, we're right. going to start from the main, the main person. This is someone who, if especially because we're, we're in the UK here and it's always difficult, like they say, for diasporans people because we're talking immigrants journey and having to come and having to overcome so much stuff and all that. It's hard. It's really hard. But guess what? It's even harder being a woman trying to make all these things happen. But yeah, in the UK... Real estate, properties, serviced accommodation. And killing it. Too much killing it. Too much killing it. One and only queen of stupid bookings. <laughs> stupid bookings. Hey, man. It's Ty Adetona. Hey. What's up, sis? Hello. Hello. How are you doing? We're doing cool, we're doing man. Great. We feel you. We're doing great. Thank you for having us. It's an honor and we're humbled to be here. We're grateful for today mm -hmm. and uh, we're grateful for you having us and um, let's do it. That's it. Let's Absolutely. do it. Sis, don't humble Thank it you. here. Don't humble <laughs> it. It's in this room, man. Seriously, seriously. It takes a lot for us to bring people here because we don't always want to just bring people here just because we want to have an interview it's about bringing people who can demonstrate success who've been through the journey and uh, being here in the uk this woman is one of our heroes one of our serious mentors like mm. especially when i talk about properties real estate uh especially talking about service accommodation for those of you who don't know service accommodation obviously well i don't want to go into it she's going to explain all that to us because she's the guru when it comes to that and it's something that i, I have an experience in and i can only do it because obviously i got connections with that but guess what 
now today again one g yes it's not just about the success it's no about generational it's about passing. passing it on that's so passing it on passing it down down and hopefully he too will pass it down that's so let's go so here we go from thai to har san it's q q q kawi abdul kawi prince abdul prince abdul karim kawi man what's up brother good to see you man hey, good to have you here that's so that's so that's so good to have you man kawi i'm very grateful um value to be here again and uh, very valued to be on the stage and yeah. have the opportunity to speak man and it's a beautiful platform you guys are doing i'm Excited to be part of the English. No, 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 no. But seriously, guys, we're so we're so excited to have you in here and um it's a really, really good thing. Thank you. Thank you. As a massive thank you. I know we started a bit late, so I just put that out a little bit. Started a bit late, so sorry for that. You know, just logistic reasons. But sis, you're here, man. Ty Aditono. Who is Ty? Ty is uh I call myself a disruptor or disruptive property entrepreneur. And what that means is I like to do things differently from the norm and change the narrative. And not just change the narrative, but be the narrative of what is out there that seems impossible for especially black people, women, and even the older generation, because it's more difficult being a black person in this country, and then a black woman going into the world of property, which is predominantly uh, a male-dominated yeah. uh, industry. industry. Yeah. And then, just not being a woman in that industry, being a black woman as well, and then being an older woman, I call myself older because then you're going to meet my son, and because um, I started late into property, and started late, and for me, it's all about it doesn't matter when you start exactly or how you start or where you are at when you're starting. As long as you start and you actually have that vision and you have that belief that you can do it, um, I think some of your guests have said it out, I'm a believer of manifestations, law of attractions, mm -hmm. affirmation, and I teach it daily to my students and my kids, which is what has got us here, literally. Believing in yourself, actually nothing is impossible, nothing is within any... Uh, it's everything is within everybody's reach and it's limitless it's there in the universe if you want it and um, so I found myself at a later stage after trying everything uh, I used to work for the NHS I worked for the NHS for 10 years and it was a very funny story because I only wanted to go and temp for a week or two <laughs> and ended I, up there for and 10 I years. ended up there, being there for 10 years. And how did I get to stay in that job for 10 years? It was more of being in your comfort zone. Mm. Yes. As most of us uh, immigrants in this country, mm. we find a job and we feel like it's a 
it pays the bills. It, it pays the bill. Yeah. And at the end of the month, you know what's coming. Mm. You become comfortable. Uh, uh, but when you have a vision, and I say this uh, as a young uh, girl, I watched Disney uh, films and all that. And then you look at castles and princesses in this movie. Mm. For me, I didn't want to be a princess. I wanted to be a queen. So when did you make up your mind to actually go from there to actually start in the business? I got to... I started doing property while I was in the NHS because okay. I realized that it was not something I wanted to do for okay. life. Okay. And um, I wanted something better. I wanted something bigger, especially for the children. I wanted a better life for them. I wanted better education for them, better environment for them. And I realized that salary wasn't going to do that. Hmm. So I... Salary wasn't going to do that. Oh, now when I there hear you salary, you exactly. salary earners. Are you hearing? I say working for somebody else, you never work. <laughs> continue. So, yeah. Continue. Okay, go on. So the nine to five um, salary thing, I knew it wasn't going to uh, cut it. it. Yeah. And with the NHS, uh, shout out to everyone. Shout out to NHS cleaners. and lifesavers, life survivors. We love you all. We respect you, but let title. Yeah, I think <laughs> for people, when they hear the NHS, they think, you're talking about doctors and nurses only. It's everybody. But yeah. when you talk about the NHS, it starts from the cleaners yeah. to the uh, pharmacists to the ward clerks to the, no uh, the nurses and the drugs, people in charge of drugs mm. and all that. It, yeah. It's actually an ecosystem in the mm. NHS. And yeah. with that one, the other cannot function. Mm. I always say to people that mm. when you look into the journey yeah most people see the destination yeah. and they see the success yeah. of where you are at without going to the without process seeing yes. the what process. the processes and yes. how you got there and mm. what made you get there mm. because it's all right and well for us to sit down and say i'm a property developer i'm a property mm. entrepreneur mm. Uh, six figure seven figure pro uh, property portfolio but what was the journey like? Mm -hmm. Which is what people really... They miss out on that. Heroes die. Yeah. And that's <laughs> what I think uh, this platform is all about. Seeing people's journey from where they started to... From where zero to hero. To, from yeah. zero to heroes. Confirm. So um, I got into property by accident, actually. Hmm. And um, I... Fast forward, let me fast forward, uh, after going into buy to let, I did a bit of buy to let, a bit of flips, a hmm. bit of BRR. You did flips? Yes. Wow. By the way, flips mean when you actually buy a house uh, and you uh, sell it again for a profit. Yeah. So when you did the flips, you actually... I didn't sell it, actually. You didn't sell it. So you didn't flip it then? So I, I actually was, I flipped it to sell. Okay. But then... But you didn't. Okay. The uh, crash happened. Ah. So, I couldn't sell it. Okay. So I ended up having to. Keep so it. I became an accidental landlord. Because. <laughs> but your intention was to sell the house. Yes, the intention was okay. to flip to re uh, buy the property, renovate it, uh, yeah, add so. value to it. And were you the one doing the renovation, or you getting someone to do it? No, I didn't do the okay. renovation, and um, that bit I really didn't enjoy. Okay. Uh, it was a lot of project managing and 
Another problem with that, with when women are trying to be developers or mm. get into what we call bioreform, refinance, and all that, mm. builders look at you as a woman and they don't want that you bossing them around. <laughs> because you're a woman. Because you're mm. a woman. They forget the fact that you're the one paying them, but they don't want be, to be bossed about. And that was very challenging for, for me. So I didn't enjoy that bit because they take the control away from you mm. and they sort of like blackmail you. Mm. Uh, if They might not even turn up to work and there's nothing you can do. After you've paid. Wow. After you paid. So mm. I didn't really enjoy that bit. So I thought that's not for me. Mm. So I got to work one day. I went on vacation uh, to Nigeria, came back and I got back to the office. And I was asking after one of my colleague that um, a very lovely man that always looked after everybody. And he would be the one that would make tea and coffee for everybody. I was asking about him because I was waiting for my own chocolate drink. And I just asked, uh, where is um, this person? And everybody went quiet. Mm. And I just thought they were ignoring me. So. I raised my voice again and was like, is anybody going to tell me or is he, uh, is he off or is he... And then my manager at the down. time, oh God, my manager called me and said, can you come into the interview room? And I thought, oh God, I just came into work, <laughs> being on vacation, don't start. And he said, and she said to me, the gentleman passed away. Wow. And wow. the penny dropped that time was when the penny dropped for me and I, I, I was hysterical. I could just not believe like, and everybody was carrying on like nothing has happened. Mm. And everybody was carrying on like they were all doing the normal day job. Like you would just think this person went on vacation. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was when it changed for me. Like I'm not prepared to die for the NHS, <laughs> and people will carry on like nothing's happened. Okay, this happened at, when you were still working. When I was still, okay. this is what made me leave the NHS. Mm. Okay. So, I just packed my stuff. <laughs> I packed my stuff and left. All right, mm. let's leave it at that. All right, we're gonna move on. We're gonna get to let's leave it at that, and then the next chapter. The next. But first, let's come to the prince himself. Come on. We need prince. to know what your role is the in prince. the empire. The prince Q. So this is Kowi Abdul Karim. Bad guy. Kowi. I mean. Good guy. <laughs> well, when we say bad. Mama says good. Know, it's kind of, you know. Good. Mama, in the, in, in the new generational term. When we say bad, bad is bad. When we say bad guy. I mean, it's, it, it's it, changing you know it's, the meaning. I said to people, yeah. the tongue is a very powerful weapon. Come on now. What you put out in the universe. Yeah. When, as much as people use this word carelessly. Mm. Yes, it does actually slang, manifest. Yeah. We don't want it to manifest yeah. in our youth. You know, yeah. And we need to start changing that, that narrative. Yeah, that narrative. Quick lecture. Yeah. Quick lecture. And I get so it. Put it. <laughs> say it. As it is. Good God. Yes. So. Rewind. we Abdul Karim. The good guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. That's good guy. Kowi, what's up, brother? Alhamdulillah. 
You're good, 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 good. Um, all right, I'm going to start with a quick question. You know, like, is a generational thing here? And it's just a straight quick question. How old are you, man? I'm currently 23. There's so many 23 years old out there, perhaps 23, even 24, 25 years old and all that. You know, as a 23 years old, what business have you making money? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, because at 23 years old, you should be running girls and going parties. Da. and. Are you talking about yourself? Bungie. You're talking about yourself. No, 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 Bungie, but seriously. No, he's a responsible young man. Come on. <laughs> Okay, the question is actually, <laughs> how do you stay focused? I imagine, because even more than one, I want to put it in your own terms. How do you actually stay focused um, being at in the game at 23? Yes, yeah. which <laughs> 23, we know what we're doing. We, uh, at 23, what are you doing? Uh, you know now. But you're at 23. Actually, at 33, what were you doing? My brother, I don't want to know. Okay, leave it at that. Go, let's go. Yeah. It's a, it's a good question. Yeah. I say, in terms of staying focused, it is uh, the point of, as you say, generational. So I look at myself as someone who's grown up to be quite ambitious. I want to go get, uh, follow the kind of traditional advice of, if you want to make money in life uh, as a young black boy, they told me, got to work twice as hard to get half of what people had. So go to school, get good grades, then go to uni, get a degree, then get a job. So that's what I was following for 10, 15 years. So I did very well. I got studied maths, further maths, economics, physics. I went to wow. university. I did economics. What and universities did you go to? Uh, I went to University of Nottingham. I studied economics. Okay. So just before I was about to graduate and go into the work world, I was facing a kind of dilemma. Should I dedicate the next three to five years of my life and put my youth into working very hard for a big company and maybe get a decent size salary. Or become useless like a wear at 23. Your choice. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> that. Or see what my mom's currently building and then take my effort, my energy, my passion, and then use it to build something for ourselves and work for the family and build a business from there. Wow. So. Can I chip in? Yes. He started learning about property from the age of 16. Hmm. That's when you started. That's when I started. Okay. It was 16 when I started. Okay. So it, it was, he already had, it was already yeah. part of the business. And it's, it's very important that we show our children hmm. what we're doing yeah. and let them understand the hard work behind uh, the journey. Yeah. So we're not just handing over money to them. Absolutely. Or we're not just leaving money to them yeah. as part of what some people will call generational wealth mm. that m money, a, you don't have to work. Inheritance yeah. inheritance that you don't have to work. Yeah. But he had to work with me from the age of 16 mm. and already knew the value of what it was to work for yourself. Hard work. And self, and to be self-employed. And whether you wanted to now go and work for somebody else or work for, or work for, for, for yourself and uh, with your mom. Okay. So I think that sort of groomed him okay. to decide, um, do I want to go and work for this corporation? And um, yeah, mom has given us a good um, uh, idea of kind of like where you started from. 
And uh, how has that carried on for you? Yeah, absolutely. So on to that point of being at 16, it was actually something that at the time, uh, it was quite a negative experience in my life because... Bef- negative? Yeah, wow. because before I was going to go to uni, as I was saying, I was very ambitious. I was going to go to... I got my target grades were A star, A star, A, A, A. Wow. But then I slipped. Mm. So I didn't quite get the grades I wanted to achieve which at the time was devastating to me because I thought I would be poor forever. Because you didn't, didn't, get, didn't get, good get good grades. grades. I got... He got good grades, but he didn't... What was the expectation? The high grades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Highest grades. I got eight, three A's and a B. So <laughs> not... Oh, the B is the low, the low grade. Yes. That's the one that you're I, complaining I should, about. I should have got two A stars and an A. So Kenny, <laughs> who are getting C's and D's. <laughs> F maybe C's. <laughs> <C's. laughs> And we're but proud of it. It's okay, continue. I listen to you. Continue. It pictures pictures Jonathan was continue. So I'd set the bar very high for myself for what I wanted to achieve to get to university, but I didn't hit it. So I took a gap year. And for me at the time, I thought that was the worst thing that could ever happen. I felt like a failure because I was like, I'm not going to university. How can I not go to university? Like as a black African child, you're not going to university. Wow. It was very, but during that time, I took time out. So it was the first time I uh, stuck, took a step away from the education system. And then this is at the same period of time where we got into a business of service accommodation. Hmm. So me, myself being around 16 to 18, and we were going out, we we're making beds, we're going into properties, we're meeting people, I'm meeting people from China, America, I mean all these different types of people. And I'm seeing that we're building a business and that we're making money. But it's not, doesn't feel like a job. It's not a nine to five. In fact, it's more like morning to night. <laughs> 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But then it put a seed in my mind that, oh, I don't have to work a job to make money. Hmm. I'm seeing that we're doing something. We're building a business. So when I now went back into university, I always had that seed in the back of my head. Like, if I never get a job, if I don't get the job I want, I know I can always make it happen in property. Like, we're still building at this point, but I know we can always make it happen in property. So that's where... The gap year at the time when I didn't get to uni was the worst thing that happened. Yeah. I say retrospect, looking back, if I never took the gap year. You wouldn't have been into the business like that. Exactly. I might just be doing a corporate job and just be thinking, trying to climb the ladder. Okay. So what was, what's your ideal? What was, the, what was the thing you wanted to do that made you feel like a failure because you didn't get the grades you wanted? So I wanted to go to, I would have went to the London School of Economics. Okay. And I went to there for summer school, so I've got connections there, but... I didn't get, I needed two A stars in it, something very, eventually I retook and I got the grade. So it was, okay, so it wasn't, the, it was more of an educational thing for you that you wanted to get certain grades. Yeah, I wanted to get a certain grade, get to I a get certain to university to and certain I wanted to university. become an investment banker. There you go. I wanted to be an investment okay. banker. Um, and a, a London School of Economics was the only university you wanted actually, to go at yeah. the time because they had offers to go to other university. Well, he and that he wanted to just, he was bent on the all the A stars yeah. uh, yeah. to go to London School of Vegas. Mm. And Look. so he decided to take that gap year so that he would retake the, the, exams the again exam to again get the to get the grades he okay. won. But then God had plans. Yes. I got the grades though. I got mama the grades. He, he, he did disposes. get the grades eventually. There you go, but he's but still <laughs> working for mama. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let, me, let, me, uh, let me chip in a quick question here. Kawi Abdul, Kawi Abdul Karim. Yeah. So you're a Muslim, aren't you? Alhamdulillah. Like a very strong Muslim and all that. And Thai Aditana as well, I would believe. 
yes, a Muslim as well. I'm yeah. a Muslim, um, proud one. Yeah. How much has religion played into, I don't know, let me go to you first. How much has religion played into your success? Mm. I say it's got a, a very strong part and it's the part that interlinks with uh, gratitude. So when we're waking up and we're praying in the morning and when you build that habit of doing it again and again and again, you get to become very grateful for each individual day. So when you're kind of just going through life and you're not really conscious or paying attention or you're not thinking about God too much, life just kind of flows. Mm. But when you become pray more, you fast more, you're very grateful for each individual day. And then when you look around and, okay, we used to live like this, but now we're here and we've got this and we meet people like this and you start to become very great because it didn't have to be us. So it could have been a different story, but it's that gratitude that allows you to keep going and really have faith. Manjaro, I know this guy is not forty-five years. I don't understand. No, seriously, that 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 level of focus is amazing. Focus and wisdom and all yes. that. Yeah, twenty-three years old, bro, man. Like seriously, my goodness, we really wasted our lives. <laughs> Why are you? Not, I didn't waste mine, but when that. <laughs> Why are you not at parties? Why are you not chasing girls? Is that what you did you at 23? So no, is that not what you did? Why what we did? Majaro, is that not what Leave we that did? Thing. No, but seriously, Q, mm. like, why are you not like chasing girls, doing parties? Because that's what you should be doing at your age. There will be time to, to manifest and not typically. That's no, what, no, that's but come on. Even, even at, come on, 23. That's, 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 you want to be responsible. There's nothing wrong with being responsible. Yeah, but I mean, at 23. Yeah, but what, what I mean. It, what makes you, it that, what makes it that, compelling for you at 23 to feel that you have to you know do this thing because it's easy to think that at 23 come on there's plenty of time i'm going to be 33 i'm going to be 43 there's plenty of time why do you think at 23 you need to you have this urge this desire to want to be successful and i think this is important because at 23 there's so many 23 years old too many 20 25 years old watching us now young men young women I think they need to they need to be they need to be inspired by this. Why? It's a good question. Um I'd say it's just really that uh having that connection to family. Like I'm grateful that my mum has been someone who's a figure of success in her own right. No one can take that from her, but I've always had that kind of thing of you wanna grow up and take care of your family, you wanna be the provider, make sure the family's successful and that eventually there's a time everyone can be peaceful and relaxed and whether it's your brother's sister, your mom, your dad, you just want to take care of everybody. So given that my mom was working so hard and I've seen that growing up from when I was young, she was working at NHS, she was working hard. Then she's kind of got to a stage where she's working, she's building something. For me to look at someone working so hard to build something and then be like, do you know what? I just want to have fun and waste time and waste money. And then it would be like a disservice. Mm. You know, if you see someone building so hard, it's like the least I can do is and bricks. Wow. You know? Listen, that never stopped anybody. Wow. <laughs> wow. I think I think it's your upbringing and I think, the person yeah, I think it's who, who actually I think it's you, you know, that is you. really really impressive. That's 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 the key and that's that's very good. You, that's I mean I commend you and everything. You you pray you pray five times a day, right? Inshallah. Yeah. Well, inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. Right. Let's go to the queen herself. Ty. Ty Adetono. Go check that out if you don't know what it is. Ty Adetono. At at Ty Adetano. Is that what it is? Ty underscore Adetano. At, at Ty underscore Check it on Instagram and all that. And uh, follow Stupid Bookings. Ty, what the hell 
a stupid bucket. <laughs> Why? What stupid the hell is stupid bucket? What the hell does that mean? Ah, I don't want to get too sweary here. Let's just keep it at <laughs> hell. What the hell is stupid bucket? Right. Um, let's go to what the business about stupid booking is first yeah. so that mm. people can have an understanding of this stupid booking and yeah. it, it just because it's just a phrase that started catching on because when i started the business of service accommodation um service accommodation for those that don't know what yeah. it is 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 an alternative to hotel is mm. what some people call short-term rentals or mm. short lets mm. um some people would say Airbnb, Airbnb Booking.com, uh, uh, and, um, and all that. Yeah. Uh, but I actually found a niche in that space of uh, what we call service accommodation in the UK. And um, it became, I chose to use it as an alternative to hotel mm. that if I can place people that would have would have actually had to take two rooms or three rooms or more in a hotel, but they want to be together. If I can put them in one space and I can save them money, but make good money for myself, if I could crack that. So the moment I saw that gap in the market, and this is why I call myself a disruptive uh, property entrepreneur. The moment you think outside of the box. And some people would say, Tayu, you, you've never been in a box. Uh, talk less of being outside of the <laughs> box. <laughs> and um, and I appreciate that when people say say that. And you, in everything in life or business, you just have to look at where the gap is in the market. Yeah. So when I got that and I started charging per person per night, uh, which means uh, what we, a business we have called Eds on Bed, mm. where if you're sleeping on a bed, you're paying for it. Mm. And even though it becomes cheaper for them, it became big money for us. Mm. So the phrase, the booking started coming in, in it, it was not even, it used to be in hundreds, it started mm. coming in thousands. Wow. And Is then, that per month? So 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 this this so says this head part head per bed thing. Bed. What what does it mean? Let's let's understand it. So heads on bed is a, we have a, a property whether it's an apartment or it's a, a house, and if you're sleeping, if your head is on a on the bed, mm. that's you're paying for it. That's the brand. Mm. If your head is on the bed, you're paying for it. But we actually. Look at, for example, when people come on vacation, when you come live in your own house, and especially with let's say, a typical family uh, of five, uh, dad, mom, and three children, mm -hmm. these three children have a bed at home. Mm -hmm. And then they go on vacation, they, they rent a two-bedroom apartment that's got only two double beds in there. Mm -hmm. Where are the children going to sleep? The dad and mom will sleep on one bed. Yeah. Are they expecting three of them to sleep on that double and share it? Which is the norm and the typical what you get in a hotel or even in most service accommodation. Mm. So what I started doing was, what if I gave all those children a bed to sleep on? Okay. Their parents would be happy, they would be happy, and they'll be happy to pay for it. 
So when I started doing that and they were paying for it, to them it was cheaper because they would have to, have to take two rooms or three rooms in a hotel. Mm. But then I was able to put them in a space. So it now became times three, times four, times five of the normal that people were mm. charging. Mm. Like, who are the ones paying this stupid money? Mm. <laughs> so that phrase started catching up like, when this bookings came up, it, it used to overwhelm me, like, who are the people paying this mm. crazy money? Like, mm. the bookings were coming, and you will see it in thousands. Mm. Which of pounds, by the way. In, in, in thousands of pounds. <laughs> Naira, in case you're watching Thousand, for Nigeria. <laughs> thousands of pounds. Mm. And it just became a, something like, instead of saying crazy... You just we have just to be started. Stupid. It was like, uh, okay, so when you, say, when you say you you if they have if there are three kids and a family, do you actually you physically bring in beds in there, or do you actually have a house with? Yes, we have uh, we have an apartment. So when we st started taking properties, we now focused on larger properties okay. that we could put three beds or two beds, at least a minimum of two beds in one room to accommodate the, uh, uh, that group yeah. and that helped so that that cracked the game mm. for us so okay. we've now focused on larger groups only that would want to stay together okay. and uh, pay for a bed to sleep on manjara you learning i'm learning a lot i'm learning a lot oh my god well, you, you, you said you said you said um you 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 disrupted the the industry itself i mean in what way because your 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 um your what's it called the, the model the, yeah the, the model that's the word yeah um i've seen it before in the sense that airbnb nobody that's what they do you you rent a place and then regardless of whether you're having more beds in there they kind of find a way to manage and if it's going to be cheaper for them then in other words how does your one differ from those ones that's the difference between the heads on beds and the normal typical um, service accommodation would be you have a two bedroom uh, where there's two beds in it. Yeah. That was the norm. Yeah. That was, you had a three bedroom, you had three beds in it. Mm. That was the norm. Mm. And then some people would have a sofa bed in the living room, yeah. which was more of trying to get an extra space for Still somebody to sleep. But yes, my concept was more of if you if you've got a bed at home, mm. and we wanted to give the experience of home away from home, away home. From home. Okay. and that was the concept of home away from home. Even and because I moved away from the family sort of tourist uh, market, okay. I moved into the corporate business travelers, mm. and the what we call the larger groups. Mm. So when in that niche, it, it, there was a gap for the uh, larger groups okay. where people were coming in groups of three, four, five, okay, seven. There no beds to actually and there was no, so they had to even go and um, take a second property, a second apartment, okay. and all that. But so, then, mm. what we not changed and flipped around was what if we have, we start taking properties that were actually big 
and London properties or UK properties are actually small. Yeah, typical. They're typically small. Mm. So we started looking for the properties that were large, like African Nigerian properties. That is actually the, the difference. So you actually get yeah. a bigger place yes. and they put more beds in there. Exactly. So is that you, you accommodate for, if, if you're a family of probably um, a group of six comes along, you know you're, you're bedding for six people and yes. you have a property for six people. <laughs> exactly. Six? Uh, what if a group yeah. of 14 is coming? So No, the beauty was on the numbers. It was on the numbers okay. for us. And we moved away from the norm of what everybody was doing. Yes, that's the difference actually. Yeah, yes. Get that so we moved away from, because we now saw the gap of the larger groups were struggling to find properties okay. where they want to be together. Mm. And then we moved into the party apartments. Ah. We moved into... Party. The, mm. the party. So she actually, she actually caters to the larger groups than the norm that comes and yeah. just serves an apartment of two bedrooms yeah. or three bedrooms. No, nah, I mean, but catering ca 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 to huh? larger groups... Yeah. But now she's moving into another territory, which is more like a risky territory, like party territory. Nobody wants to take party people. Yes. Yeah, because it's so How do you do that? Drink. How do you take party people? Who can we disturb and make parties and yeah. disturb the whole neighborhood? No. Why will anyone take that? No, we don't take uh, uh, parties for younger people that have no respect and just destruct. Uh. We sort of, and this is where you look for the niche in the market. We started looking for. Hen parties, right? Ba okay, bachelor's bachelor, okay. Eve, um, forty-eight birthday parties, fifty-eight but the matured parties. <laughs> you will be surprised how some of these people could be very no, no, childish no. sometimes. Uh, they, they uh, because we have terms and conditions, uh, and we have FT price that has been paid yeah. and deposit. Yeah, just in case. And we only take, we only do that in specific. Areas that is suitable for it, mm. where it's not being disruptive to other people. Because, for example, we, would, we have uh, uh, properties that are in the basement where the noise, it, it, there's no... Doesn't climb up the, Soundproof. No, yes, it's soundproof and all that. We put things in place so that people we're not uh, disturbing, disturbing the neighborhood. The neighborhood. It, it, we're not just taking young people, getting drunk and... Um, the community and behavior. <laughs> exactly. So we, we don't do that. We only just focus on the ones that the matured, uh, uh, that's going to be respectful because they know nobody is taking it. Mm. So you will be surprised that the amount of people that are actually grateful for, because they don't have the space in their house, mm. they don't have the garden, they don't, or they live in shared accommodation or it's expensive to even hire a hall. And there's hardly any halls anymore in the UK since mm. COVID and all that. Mm. So that's, we found there was a gap in that market. Mm. And after COVID, people wanted to celebrate. People wanted to be together with the family. Mm. And just being together with the family doesn't mean it's going to be a crazy party. Mm. So when we say parties, it doesn't mean that yeah. People are just getting well, drunk. Doesn't mean disturbing, yeah. disturbing, disturbing the neighborhood party. No, no, no. We wow. Well, listen, that. listen, Ty. One, one thing I've really gotten from all you're saying, and I think that's really, really key to our audiences and to everybody listening out there and trying to be successful is f what you're saying essentially is finding a niche, finding 
something something a that every a gap in the market yes. so whatever the vocation it is you're trying to get into whatever the passion it is you're trying to get into finding a way something that some other people everybody's doing but nobody's seeing yeah mm. everybody's doing but nobody's seeing uh, mm. I, I need to get a quote for that just quotes me anyway so finding that and i think that really really does work i think that's that important yeah. but coming back to you q yeah how do you at your little, sorry, when I say little, with all due respect, little <laughs> 23 years old fits into that picture. That's good. And I just want to honor what you say, Purport, because although uh, we want to postulate that everybody should have freedom, not everybody is actually, should start their own business. And not at every stage in your life is it your time to be the head honcho. Hmm. And especially when, because throughout the journey, I myself, I know mum myself, you try to bring a lot of people into what you're doing. But I feel like sometimes with black people, we've all got egos and everybody wants to be the boss and do their own thing. Mm. But sometimes seeing someone who's already successful something mm. and building something, coming in to be a supporting role mm. can actually get you more success for that person and yourself than trying to do it yourself at that moment in time. Mm. So for myself, in terms of where we are now, because I say our own units, they're quite successful in the portfolio. So that kind of runs quite well. So we've got to the stage where we're now coaching and we're training people because literally anyone can do it if you've got the right mentorship and guidance. Mm. So in terms of building that business, having that online platform, everything that we do, because you see like this, what you're doing is very, very special mm -hmm. because there's loads of people out there that are really successful but they're not into the social media glitz and glam of it. Yeah. So, but that's the way the world is going. So you have to have that presence. Mm. And then there's some people that are very good on the social media online, but then they're not really in the business. The service, yeah. So my role is this, like this podcast, the Heroes Diary, to tell the story of the hero right now so people can understand, people can resonate. Because like this, it's very powerful because we can reach so many people right now. Mm. So there's somebody out there right now that needs the message that you're going to say today, that needs the message that you're going to say today, mm. or needs that business or that mentorship, but because we can't see them right now, they haven't got it. Mm. So that's my role right now, to spread it throughout the internet, spread the journey, spread the message, and build the online presence so we can continue to expand and reach more people. Wow, wow. That's, that's superb, man. add to that, um, which... Uh, Q in the business apart from the coaching and the mentoring uh, training we do because for me I decided that I have been so blessed in, with this business and uh, honestly beyond my widest dream I have been so un humbled and grateful for the business because it has changed our lives mm. it literally has changed our lives and Every time I look at another family that I have trained and coached and see how it has impacted their life and changed their life as well. And for me, it's that changing the narrative of black people are poor. And how many people can I help to change that narrative of we are still struggling because we... To be honest, black people, we are still so yes. behind. True. We are really so behind. And if my vision and goal uh, uh, now, it's not about the money because I've made the money already, is 
changing and helping and supporting people. And that's why we started doing training and coaching, where we hold people's hand through the process and show them how we, it can be done and how they can do it. And if that means a, a, another family or another generation is, uh, status or being poor has been changed to even rich or wealthy, it means we've changed one life and we can keep passing it on. We can keep passing it on. Fantastic. But then part of the business where Q forgot to mention is the sourcing part. Is actually uh, good at, and this is knowing the strengths, and this is why we work very well as a mother and son team, where when I started the uh, business, uh, I struggled with the part of how to find the properties. And he's brilliant. You mean, you mean, you mean how to find the properties that would allow for what you want to exactly. do? Exactly. Even just to find the, the properties or to speak mm. to the landlords or the agents mm. a, a, that would let us mm. use the property because our main specialty is we were not buying properties. Mm. We, so these properties, okay. we, do, we did not own them. Yeah. We actually were, were doing what we call rent-to-rent. Rent. We were leasing properties mm. that other people have actually bought, mm. and we were leasing it from them to do, run the business. Yeah. So we had little money to put in, mm. but we were getting big returns out of it. Oh. So when people look at it, it was not that we had to buy this property. Mm. This you can. Uh, we're actually using other people's property so, to make uh, uh, so to do the business. When you do that, do you actually furnish these properties? Yes. So do you ha you have a you have a certain period of time, um, a certain lease to have the property? Yes. Okay, so you just buy things and put in there. So your cost is the rent and furnishing of the place. Yes. Okay. So it it, it lets you go in from um, a small. Ground zero. Uh, not, not near zero. It, it, it's uh, compared to when you want to buy a property that yeah, you would need so a much, huge yeah. amount huge. of money just investment, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 to get in. Fee. So you can go in at a low entry. And this is the only property strategy I know or property mm. business I know that you can go in with very little money to start. The boy, you say very little money. Little money. I find that people here they tend not to have sometimes more than probably 500, a couple of hundreds in their, in their account. Mm -hmm. So that, that is... That 250. Is really, exactly. 255. You know, that is really... They, somebody, you're talking they, about somebody who has at least 5,000 pounds. No. Less than that. Yes. Wow. And the, the, thing, the thing about knowledge, which is powerful, and I say to people that anyone that does not invest in knowledge... The cost of you not investing in knowledge of what you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. You would pay for it and lose out in what in time and experience. The time and experience, yeah. because in that property, in this business, there are like five different ways of making money, mm. or even more than five ways of making money in service accommodation. Wow. So that you don't need a lot of money. And the, the good part of it is you can use other people's money, like we're using other people's property. Mm -hmm. So imagine you using other people's money, mm -hmm. other people's property, 
to make money to make money right. for yourself right. where can i sign up sir? <laughs> good question <laughs> Q, I like that's a, actually actually go, that's, that's a question go down that path yeah so if you were interested in getting mentorship and knowing more about the story seeing some of our student success stories testimonials the best place you should go is to www.queenofstupidbookings.co.uk <laughs> That's www.queenofstupidbookings.co.uk. That that name kills me, you know. <laughs> Queen of time. Stupid Bookings. You got to remember it. Queen of Stupid. You can't, you Queen, can't go wrong. It's very simple. Queen of <laughs> Stupid Bookings. .co.uk. Not .com. Don't forget that because we always make that mistake. .co.uk. Wow. 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 Sorry, before you move along. Um the, the 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 fee is is it is it affordable? Do you pay in installments, or is it a case where you pay you pay one off? I I like what Mama said that yeah. is um the barrier to entry is not very high, okay. and if you look at buying a property in the UK, it is tens of thousands, if not up mm. to a hundred thousand. Mm. But because I speak to a lot of people on these calls, mm. I want to put out that before you start a business and you have to think very long term, you shouldn't take everything you've got a small amount of money and then put yourself into an anxious situation mm. like it has to work right yeah. now and yeah. put everything because now you're putting the burden on every single person you're speaking to mm. when you're going to negotiate you're desperate mm. when you're going to a mentor coach it hasn't worked in 30 days and it, it shows in your voice exactly yeah. so you should and anytime you invest in a business property aside you should have a cash a lump sum and a long-term vision mm. a long-term plan and the best way is to get that mentorship knowledge so you should come with and think if you because probably it's a long term journey. Mm. It's not 30, 60, this is half it's a not decade. Get yeah. rich quick. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not, it's half a decade. So you should really look at it like, is this where I want to take my life for the foreseeable future? Mm. Yes, okay. What can I save up? How can I do it? Where can I get the right education, right knowledge, and go into it? Because it's a proper investment at the end mm. of the day. Mm. Everybody wants to talk about, okay, we're getting bookings for. 5k 10k mm. we've got students getting sixteen thousand pounds bookings mm. but how much money do you want to get to invest to get sixteen thousand pounds you need you to want to invest 500 pounds bookings. we've got twenty six thousand, but people want to invest 500 pounds because it's not realistic you need to invest to get back yeah and even today we're still investing our own knowledge so mm. for people to come and say i just want everything for free yeah it's not realistic yeah so you but need to invest we do have a payment plan for okay. our coaching and training, yeah. uh, we do start from a, a day of, uh, we have a day of boot camp mm. where for those that don't know anything about it, where mm. it, it, because you need to sow the seed and mm. you need to get the foundation right. Mm. So we have a day of uh, that we call boot camp that we do once every month, mm. which it's actually very low amount of money to mm -hmm. get into that we give so much information mm -hmm. out on that day mm -hmm. and from that day if you want us to support you mm -hmm. and hold your hand through the process we have uh, another, a, another mastermind that you can a mastermind group mm -hmm. you can join but the bootcamp actually gives you the knowledge yes, you need it gives you the knowledge that you to can get decide started. Yeah. yeah but for the consultation in case you get stuck or anything They've got a separate class for yeah, that. Yeah, you've got a mastermind where we support you through 
that journey for six months. Okay, who does it? Who does the classes? The, um, Abdul or you? Both. Mm, sure, uh, she's, she's the mentor. She's, I'm support. Okay, okay. Wow, but wow, wow. But people are probably, if they need, if people are like, uh, time poor. Yeah. For some of our students, we've helped so them get that first property. Okay. You, so yeah. okay. that so because you need a property to do the, this, and uh, some people would not even know how to speak to a landlord mm. or even to speak to an estate agent or wouldn't know what to do, even though we teach them what to say mm. and how to go about it, what they're looking for and all that. But some people still don't have that confidence to do it. Mm. So in that situation, he will just source that property because that's what is special to you he does that better than i do mm. uh, and he, he has the systems of where landlords are just calling him every day to hand over properties okay. uh, to, to, to him so in that way we can help mm. as well to speed the journey of there's property for you to start mm. and uh, it, it, it's a wonderful wonderful business where I think everybody should be doing it. Wow. Don't worry. I intend to actually do it. When I come back... And it works everywhere uh, in the world. In the it's, world. And that's the beauty and of it. That's, that's the beauty it of it. It works everywhere Listen, in listen, the world. listen. Manjaro, I... Um, I... And to a large extent, I'm a tes testament to this. Oh, I, yes, I, actually. I, 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 that's, <laughs> my, that's, my, that's my mentee. So, I, I, my I, students. You have, done what you have done for my brother. Will you do for me as well? Of course. There you go. He has done very I well. I am back so proud of do him. It too. <laughs> he has done so well. I mean, I mean to, 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 to a large extent, I, I, I owe a lot to this woman in terms of, because I am also invested in that property service nice. department. Nice. And ghoul of the business, and I can say to a large extent, he has changed my life to a lot, to a lot, to a, to a large extent, to a large degree. But how long you know? did it take you to actually come to a place where you are comfortable enough to be able to do it by yourself, bro? Six months, I was smiling. Yes, pretty easy, man. Like, I'm not, I'm no, three months, months you were killing it. I'll be shocked if you let's be humble. Let's be humble. Six months, let's be okay, humble. Let's be humble. Let's be humble. No, no, no. But seriously, seriously, and uh, so I, I, I do not in any way underestimate or you know undervalue anything. Uh, Ty Aditano is saying, uh, you know, because I could be to a large extent a testament of it. I learned from her and I, I, I worked with her and Q, obviously, mm -hmm. and um, learned so much, even though he was much younger when I started. <laughs> <laughs> <Do you know? laughs> I learned, learned, learned so much and um, it, it, is, it, is, it is a sure way, you uh -huh. know, it is a sure way to, to some level of prosperity. But, but, we're talking success, mm -hmm. we're talking prosperity for our people, for black people. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is actually a sure way. So, but obviously, it makes sense to learn mm -hmm. how but to But it perform. boils down to, to the fact that, you know, you can't just start something and expect it to just move. Mm -hmm. You have to keep grooming it, watering it like a plant. Yeah. And it grows, you know, yeah. organically. You don't just expect it to happen all overnight. Yeah. So, you've got to take time learn yeah be patient and yeah. do what you need to do to actually i, I think i think in this right. case i think in this case manji you know you know with every episode and every everybody we speak to this i think what i really love about this is that everybody has a different angle to success uh, absolutely yeah. yes. different angle and it's it's just so beautiful mm. and so inspiring and in this case what we're getting is just the effect of mentorship mm. Mm. of someone holding your hand yeah 
through the journey mm -hmm. you know i mean we've had so many people we had someone talking about how it's just about the visualization mm -hmm. we had someone talking about the hard work and the craft and honing your craft and it's just so beautiful that mm -hmm. there's so many facets to achieving success, success mm -hmm. yeah. but talking about success now ty and q um i know i mean personal relationship i know that you own this which i think we're going to show now and you're going to see on on screen now this massive bro listen this is london this is united kingdom yeah. and typically what we get is someone people just doing killing themselves uh, to be able to rent yeah. a little one two bedroom flat mm. this woman owns a an eight bedroom mansion Palace. I don't want to call it mansion. Villa. Palace. Which we're gonna we're Villa. probably gonna, we're, we're gonna try and show as as you're seeing now. Villa. Villa. No, brother. <laughs> Ma'am, how is that even possible? Secondly, how is that even possible for a black woman? It's a very interesting journey, and um, I would say gratitude is one of my key things as much as people take it lightly because when you look back we used to live in a cancer flat coming from a cancer flat and uh, to living in this beautiful mansion sometimes i still wake up and just look at the house and it still feels like i'm dreaming but then it comes to what I was saying from the onset, manifestation. Is this your house or is this one of the houses you actually own that you rent out? This is the house we live in now. Oh, okay. Currently, we currently live in okay. now. This started from manifestation. And this is why I say to people, dream. Dream as big as you want and manifest. Speak life into what you want. Affirmation. Speak it out into the universe and then put the ad work. I am a living testimony. I can say that to you. I used to drive around this, um, when I started doing service accommodation and I was seeing um, thousands of pounds and I started controlling, not owning, controlling multi-million pound portfolios. And that changed my perspective of what wealth is. And I started driving around multi-million pound houses. And I saw a lot of them and I wanted to know what they were doing. When I realized that 80% of them were in real estate, I knew I was on the right path. Yeah. And I would drive around these houses and... The first house, because we used to live in one mansion house before this one, uh, and a beautiful mansion house as well. How many bedrooms this. was that one? Uh, that was a five bedroom. Five bedroom, house. and then moved to eight uh, bedroom. Uh, so, <laughs> right now. Who did there? <laughs> 
Brother Ali. They're like, they're like, oh, four of you now. Brother Ali. So, yeah, so we, ha we have a large family. You know, Africans, we have okay, Africans, they come over. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, and everything, they come yeah. over. And we don't want people's. Uh, uh, we're not sharing beds anymore. We, uh, we have to have. You pass that. I went, I went, I went, I went, bro, we're talking cinema rooms, sauna. Uh, swimming pool. I'm coming to the house. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the big camp. You're welcome. I'm brother. coming. <laughs> so, like I was saying, manifestation uh, it was a very big part of my life. Mm. And I walked past these houses and I would manifest them. And I would touch them. Mm. I would touch these houses. I would take this, even the pebbles, the sand, and I would speak life into it. Mm. And in that what I started realizing is my vision and the way I was seeing the goals of where I wanted to be. Don't forget, I started from at a young age, from the age of six. I'd always wanted to be a queen. I wanted to live in a palace. And that was speaking life into it at, a, at an age of six years old. I'm wow. manifesting it at, a, at that age, mm -hmm. which goes, if you look at it, it, it actually goes into your subconscious. Mm -hmm. And when you're putting in the hard work, you've got the vision and the goal of where you're going and what you want to achieve. And for me, that was part of the journey. So it was going to happen. At a point in time in my life, I knew it was going to happen uh, because that was the manifestation and my vision and a goal that I had already had from a young, from age. young age. So, so that's how, that's why I keep saying to people, speak life into what you want. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a believer of power of the tongue. So will you, see your, tongue. will you see you living in your palace right now? Bro, bro, this is what I'm talking about. Which palace yeah. past the palace? I you want to live in heaven? Have you reached that palace yet? Or are we still, are we still looking? Are we still heading to another palace? No, but actually, it's a good question because with Thai, I know that's probably not even the palace. Yet. Yes, because I think, like from the previous property, that property was probably what everybody thought it was a palace, yeah. which at the time it, it was. was a palace. And but when we growth, uh, and we need to learn how to grow, otherwise we'll become stagnant. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the rich and the successful, wealthy people, mm -hmm. they don't stop and they, they grow. Yeah. And growing. when you grow, your vision your grow, well. yes, grow. Exactly. And the f good thing which I want to put out there is, it, up there, there's a lot of space. Mm -hmm. It's limitless. It's crowded. It's crowded at the bottom. It goes down to you cannot be in one place. It boils down to you can't be in one place for too long. No, you either you growing you or you're dying. You, yes. you, you cannot be here. You if you keep stagnant, you will start facing yes, yeah. you're dying. Yeah. You need to learn you need to keep growing. Because there is the way you, the universe is, is unless you look at other people and see how other people are living or you see how other people are uh, at. It's like when you go to Dubai, mm. it's a different life. Different, like, yes, absolutely. And if you go to Dubai and you're not inspired to want to be wealthy, then there's no room for you. You're going to die, you're die now. Then you can't be wealthy. <laughs> Q, um, coming to you now. Uh, 
So at at your age, twenty three years old, you have to put that out again. <laughs> I mean, it's it's remarkable, really, at your age. Because I, when I was, your, I don't know anyone like you. When I was <laughs> when I was your age, I know who are, who are, who are, who are brilliant and everything, I, but at I the level I, of focus and being in one place and supporting your mother, that's 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 something. I, I think to, I think to, I think that's, really that's I think I think that's one great thing, Mojaro, yeah. that you've pointed out that we yeah. have to note here, which. Uh, is very very important in terms of like mentorship in terms of like moving forward in terms of like creating success the impact of having a mentor uh, i don't want to call it mentor or model no because i want to bring it more home more to the home like parent the the, the value the model, more like the value of mm. having a mother or father or mother and father that mm. that can help guide at a really early age mm. for a child, for a young person to be able to attend the part so that you don't have to spend all that time mm. to find out the way for yourself. Mm. You get it? Yeah. Can you tell us about that? I mean, you're, 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 you're a product of that. Go, go on. Yeah, 100%. One thing my mom always used to say, which she told me her father used to say, so my grandfather is, uh, show me your friends and I'll tell you what kind of person you are. Mm. Uh, otherwise known more colloquially to people is um, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So what I understand that today to be, and I've seen it with my own eyes because I know a lot of people that were talented or they were ambitious, they were smart, but through associating with the wrong people or being in the wrong environment, because the environment is very strong. Mm. If you're around wealth, like mom said, if you're going to this mansion house, you're seeing multi-millionaires, you spend time with millionaires, you spend time around money, you spend time around property. It's just natural, you gravitate towards that. But then if you're spending time in negative environments, people are saying the idea of becoming a millionaire is impossible. The idea of becoming successful is impossible. The idea of the only way you can get things is if you take them, then you fall into that kind of uh, pitfall. So I'm blessed the fact that the closest person to me in my life, uh, physically and like mentally, spiritually, is a person driven towards success. Mm. So I had to make a choice and realize like, I can go out into the world and look for inspiration, but inspiration's at home. Mm. So staying close to that is at home. Gets Up me close back. to success. Brother. Chop, chop, chop it, chop it, chop it, chop it. <laughs> chop it, chop it, chop it, chop it. Sis. Oh my God. Ty Aditana. Amazing, amazing, amazing stuff to you. There's one angle I want to touch on really. And uh so there, there are a lot of women who uh, I don't want to touch in your case. I don't know if you're a single mom or whatever it is, but there there are a lot of women who have to deal with this thing on their own. You know, have children, have kids, have young people who they have to. They they have all this burden on themselves for whatever reasons. We're not going into reasons why people end up single, but what happens to women who have to have kids like? you and other stuff, maybe men, boy and girls on their own. How do they tackle this terrain? I actually am a lone parent. I don't want to say single uh, uh, mother of three. I'm actually a lone parent of uh, mother of three, so I can resonate with that. And, um, and this is one of the reasons why I actually say I'm destructive and um, be the narrative, not just change the narrative, but be the narrative, be the example that even if a relationship breaks down, a marriage breaks down, you become a single parent, you become a widow, 
it doesn't define you. It doesn't mean that you cannot be successful. It doesn't mean you become a victim because I'm a living testimony of my life just changed because of that situation where I had to fend for three children. I had to buckle up and I had to teach these children that whether the, your dad or mum, you still both have dad and mums, but we, we're here now. We just need to get on with it. And we need to be, we're not feeling sorry for ourselves. We're not going to be a victim card. We need to sit down and make a plan and make a vision and where we're going. Do we want to be uh, poor and uh, or be on benefits or our life and feel sorry for ourselves? Or we want to be successful? And we chose success. We chose that we wanted, we didn't just want to be successful. We wanted to be wealthy. We didn't want to be rich. We wanted to be wealthy so that we can help a lot of people. We can do a lot of charity works that we do now. We can support a lot of people. We can teach a lot of people and make as many people wealthy as possible. Mm. So did you actually discuss this with your kids? Oh, yes. Okay. We, we have... A, we do sessions where a part of what we do in the morning, every morning, is we pray. We, we pray and we pray for every single member of our household and every single friends and family that we have. And we, we do meetings where we talk about what we're going to do. We make plans of how our day is going to go, how our week is going to go, what do we need to achieve. What do we need to, we set goals, we set visions from, shout out to Fawaz, uh, my second son. Oh, Fawaz. The basketball Basketball superstar. <laughs> Watch out for Fawaz in the NBA. Yes, we put that in the universe. Bad guy, we put it NBA. out there. Fawaz, keep and going. We have Zara, uh, the creative. Zara. Imagine the name, Zara. <laughs> You're going out to the shopping spree, Zara. <laughs> <laughs> the creative artist in the house that is at a young age, she's been getting awards for, for uh, from uh, the um, Mayor of London, actually. Oh, and, massive, um, massive. She recently got massive. another award uh, uh, as well. And so, her name is Zara. <laughs> and that is so important to massive, actually massive, put into your kids. Massive, massive. That they can be anything they want to be. Massive. And encourage them and support them that no matter what it, it is, we can make it, we can... We can make it happen. We can make it happen. We can make it happen. And we are making it happen. And we are making and it happen. we are spreading it to... To everyone. To everyone, especially now, to our people out there. I'm, going, I'm, coming, I'm coming to learn. I think, I, think I, I, like, I like this whole thing. I know it will take time, but you know, you got to give everything you put your life into time. Minimum of six months. Minimum of six months to a year mm. to make things actually start rolling. Two years. We're willing to put two years into what you believe. Whatever it takes. Yeah, whatever. If after six months or a year, you, you, you don't know where you're going. What, whatever it takes. I think, I think for me, what's... Our success story, actually, 95% of our students in a month mm. 
in a month. Within a month, <laughs> how did it come back? Actually, get started, get 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 good results, and get and uh, I think wow. I think I think I think what the, the take home for me in this in this in this particular episode, like I said, is is one uh, the, the holding your hands, which which means to you, young people out there. Getting mentors, Mentorship getting getting key. getting teachers, yeah. people who lead you down the road. But more importantly, on a personal note, for me, is the value. What I learned from this is the value of the family. You know, mm. the family unit. It doesn't matter whether it's a father or mother or mother mm. or you know whatever. But having that unit where you can hold each other's hand, you can support each other, you can be there for each other. And when you, ha- especially when you have someone who can take the lead and all that. But that's, that's, that's really great. Um, we're we're going to throw in the final question here. And um, who is the next hero? Who is the hero that you would like to see on that set? I would love to... Uh, some people probably would know her. Uh, she got an award as well uh, yesterday from Guardian, uh, Guardian Award. Uh, her name is Ife Olarinde. Okay. And she is... Anyone on Clubhouse will probably know who she is, and I think you need she, to, she, she needs to share. She needs sorry. to be here. Let yeah, me yeah. see if I can get Stomzy for you. Stomzy, <laughs> come on now, shout out Stomzy, Manji. Yes, Manji. Just want to say that you, I'm going to be your next success story because I'm coming to it your. It meant to I'm that. Co- I'm I coming like to your. I'm that coming to what Manji is fired up. Both the both the both the, the boot camp. And the master and the and the and the like everything <laughs> I will do. That's it. That's it. Because man. I've, Thank I, I, I've always you. wanted to do property, and I think it's actually something. Yeah, property is always great. Yeah. It's always different avenues. What you've learned here, if anything, what you've learned here also as a, as an audience is what you've learned here is that there are so many avenues into the whole property real estate money so thank you, you to mother and son combo. Yeah. Oh boy. Money, mother have, and son, I money come. I have learned something to this. I'm sure I have learned so much. I'm sure you've learned so much as well. Yeah. But thank you really, really much. Thank so, you guys, so much I'm getting coming. signals from my producer right now that we gotta go. We gotta go. We got to go. We got to go. Thank you, man. Let's click it. Let's click it, guys. All right. Massive thanks to success. To more success. To more success. Thank and to you more for having black us. success. Thank man. you very Let's much. Go. Yeah.